All right, gentlemen, well, happy Thursday to you and welcome to another fantastic, action-packed, Grammys-laden edition of You Should Check It Out. Yeah. My name is Jay. I'm Nick. And I'm Greg. Yeah. Welcome back, gentlemen. Hey. Ooh, those Grammys, we, man. Can you believe that? Yeah. I, Unbelievable. It's hard to believe. Yeah. <laughs> it was the just an action-packed night. That stuff, man. Whew. Yeah. Was, so we're recording this on Sunday. We're on. So, so we're recording this on Did Sunday. So we don't, we don't, uh, we have no idea what's about to happen, yeah. but, um. Did you guys see that one dance with the, That was oh, yeah. nuts. With the people? Dude, uh-huh. It was, yeah. It, it was a magical night. All the stars I did were like out. what they were yeah. wearing, though. I really like what they were wearing. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Loved that it. one girl. Oh, yeah. I know. I know. I know, who you, I know who you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who you mean. Yeah. <laughs> she was funny, though. Incredible. She was funny. Beautiful. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We are recording this on a, on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, so so we technically don't know right now, um, you know who who won or what the results were. But as far as time and reality goes, correct. But yeah, I guess right. good job. What were you saying? Good job, Billie Eilish. And Lizzo, or, or, right? yeah, well, one of the yeah. two. I'd say it's a toss-up. <laughs> sure, yeah. I mean, well it's done. Pretty safe bet there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, let's get down to to the real brass tacks. Mm-hmm. Um, it's time that we we have a conversation about Credence Clearwater Revival. Whoa, we're doing this today. Okay. Okay. Yeah, right. uh, something that I've been meaning to talk to you guys about. If you um, feel like the audience important. is ready, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> uh yeah i just i felt like talking about a band that's going to test my verbal limitations I, how many times i'm going to be able to successfully say credence clearwater revival we can just say ccr ccr brilliant yeah, yeah. Per- perfect that's great just thought of that <laughs> yeah i mean it, awesome. yeah i don't know how anybody else they missed it but <laughs> They should have used that. <laughs> anyway, I, I got some... Uh, nothing, as far as I know, critical is happening in today's news with CCR, but I just wanted to have a conversation with them. They've been on in my brain lately. But uh, to get things started, I wanted to play a song of theirs. It's genuinely difficult to find a song of theirs that people don't know. Um, so I would say most people know this song. It's called Commotion. It's off of their album Green River. Uh, it's always been a favorite of mine. So go to it uh, with that swamp rock thing. Mm. Sweet, let's hear it.
Cool. Yes, sir. Yeah. So what's what's the deal? Cow commotion. Well. I, I've, I've had CCR in my brain lately because some friends of mine and myself, for the past year and a half, two years, we've, we found this open mic night that takes place in uh, Silver Spring. It's at this American Legion Hall in Silver Spring. And, and to kind of get more people out you know, to the Legion Hall, they uh, instituted these, these open mic nights. And what's interesting about the one that we found is that they actually allow full bands to perform mm-hmm. which is kind of a rare thing for for open mic nights and usually is a disaster an absolute disaster and it, it can certainly turn out that, that way um mm-hmm. depending on who who shows up on a particular evening i've seen but, that before yeah 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 it's cool if it's run all right it, it can it can work i've seen so yeah, but, we have yeah. a sorry go ahead i was just all i was saying was that i've seen the disaster <laughs> is that yeah. A yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah doesn't take much um so we've we've been having a good time with that. I would say once every three or four months when we have enough time, just as like a one-off thing, we'll show up, we'll sign up for one of these shows and we'll show up and do basically like a tribute night right. for an entire band. Right. So uh, the first one we did was uh, Derek and the Dominoes, which was a thrill for me. We've done sure. Neil Young. We've done uh, like a little Tiny Stones tribute. We've done um, a bunch Indeed. of other bands. And yeah. it, it's a good time. It doesn't take a big commitment of time everybody in the band is pretty good musicians so we can pick it up this time coming up next friday we're going to be doing creedence clearwater revival okay and that came up just basically because of personnel it was well what's a three-piece band that we can do do pretty easily and ccr was actually a four-piece band back in the day but can be played Uh, by three it can be played yeah it (laughs) can be yeah Yeah. (laughs) so i don't know we we went through, made a big list of songs. It's going to be a good time. You know, we're playing mostly hits. But it's just, I've been thinking about this band. And when you look back on the songs, the singles that they had, the number of quality singles that they had, their output is just staggering. And they were just, they were only together from like 68 to technically 72. I think their last good album was in 70. Hmm. And um, Really? That's short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Basically, <laughs> uh, it's kind of a long story, but but John Fogarty basically kind of dismantled yeah. the band. He yeah. wanted to do his own solo project thing, so he kind of sabotaged things. I got that vibe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but when you look back, I don't know when you when you talk about CCR, I, when we were growing up, I, they were just like ubiquitous on the radio. I mean, classic rock, oldies stations, pop jack fm i mean they're just always on the radio their songs are such an important part of kind of pop roots rock lex lexicon the first mm-hmm. time i really heard it was uh in forrest gump when they go to vietnam and they play fortunate son there you go and that that there you go, you know, exactly. i was like what is this you know what i mean yeah <laughs> now greg is that is that because they don't they didn't play it in like where in or you weren't listening to I, classic rock at that time like, no what was i mean, the I don't know. It's just, that's like my earliest memory. I mean, even Forrest Gump came out, I was like 12, 13, you know? So mm-hmm. I, I don't have like an active memory of hearing CCR, knowing who they were before then, you know? Mm-hmm. But, uh, but then once I did actually, a friend of mine, I remember um, when we started buying CDs, maybe like a couple of years, like a year or two after that, um, he bought a best of CCR and we were listening through it. And I was like, ah, I know, I know this stuff. It's like Jay said, yeah. like, you know, I knew it. Yeah. I just didn't know who it was or hadn't internalized. Uh, that's the name of the band. Yeah. yeah. 
But then after you, exactly. when you kind of hear them in a row, that's when you realize, oh, this band had a sound. I can see how these songs fit together, etc. Yeah. You know? I'm going to assume that that greatest hits album was Chronicles. Yeah, it's that one that everybody has. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my God, what? That's got to be the greatest greatest hits mm-hmm. album of all time. Every sing, <laughs> single song on there is just a a solid gold classic. It's a bold statement. But the reason I, but mm-hmm. the reason I wanted to talk about it about this band is that you you look back on them they. I don't think that they're given the same kind of reverence that some of the other bands from that era are. Mm-hmm. Take like um, I don't know, a Pink Floyd or yeah, The Doors, um, Grateful Dead. CCR definitely had more hits, and more people know those songs by heart than even those other big bands. But was it because they're not? artsy or they're not like well conceptual or what 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 do you guys think i don't know i I mean i wonder if the fact that they only stuck around as a band for for really i mean only produced the mass majority of their hits in a two-year window i mean you take grateful dead you know they they spent you know 30 years building this kind of this really loyal fan base of people that came out and, and part of the show experience and um, but I mean, if you only you only have two year two active years, right? Right. Um, right. And who else was around at this point? I mean, by 1970, I guess the Almond Brothers were they, yeah. they had they come out yet? Was Skinner out yet? Yeah. Skinner was mm, later maybe in the not, 70s. Maybe not Skinner, 71 or 72, but definitely Almond Brothers, uh, the band. I mean, yeah, that was kind of the big thing around that time was that kind of folky rock, mm-hmm. um, southern. I think even the Eagles were around by that point. Well, right. One thing, one thing that's interesting about CCR though is they were, they had that Southern rock sound, but they were actually Californians. Yeah, they're all Southern mm-hmm. Californians. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. that, that, <laughs> but, but I mean that alone kind of gives them a little bit of a different edge. Um, yeah. Not to not, not to say it makes them better or worse. If, if anything, it makes them a little less authentic in the Southern rock. Well, yeah, I, I think that that's the criticism I've heard is that they're not authentic, or that some people don't think that. Or the, they're saying that John Fogarty has kind of like a, a very affected voice. I you know, see. He puts on that mm-hmm. kind of southern right. mm-hmm. but you know that twang. It, it reminds me of the band, right? Okay. Like the band with Levon Helm and how mm-hmm. they were all Canadian except for Levon Helm, but they were doing right. all this like yep. American music. Yeah, and, right. Uh, right. That was a criticism of but theirs as a, well. That's actually a really good comparison because you you look back at the band and it's nothing but critical acclaim. You know, I'm sure mm. Pitchfork has probably recently reviewed, you know, one of their classic albums and given it a, an 11 out of 10. But I guarantee you they won't ever do that for CCR. And I don't really know why that is. Yeah, I, how much of that do you think has to do with Fogarty's personality? Prickishness? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly a lot. Maybe none. I have no idea. And, and I, feel like, I feel like he also kind of, kind of took the CCR identity... Like and just kind of was like no 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 it was always me. And, and he definitely did a lot. I think of that makes it hard to a give credit to the band at which he was a part of because there's some that'll be like that'll buy into that and say all right well it's just John Fogerty I love John Fogerty. There's others that'll be like screw this, <laughs> um, yeah. I, or, or not even that but you know it kind of creates that that distaste if you will. I I don't feel that strongly about it but I know that. When I've heard him speak about his time in CCR, it's always been off-putting to me. Yeah, how cocky he and also, arrogant he is about how it was just him, really. He also like perpetrated one of the biggest dick moves, I think, <laughs> like passive-aggressive band moves that I've ever heard of. What's that? Their their very last album, 
Mardi Gras was the only album they recorded as a trio. Before that, it, there was a quartet. It was to, uh, John and his brother Tom Fogarty playing guitar, and then, uh, let's see, Stu Cook and Doug Clifford were the rest of the band. After Pendulum, it, which came out in 1970, Tom Fogarty quit the band because he was sick of John taking all the credit for all these songs. Mm-hmm. And said, Well, of course, John wrote all the songs, and he played all the lead guitar parts, and he sang everything, and he was kind of the face of CCR, so John kind of thought that he was due that credit. So anyway, Tom left the band, and then for their next album, Mardi Gras, <laughs> John Fogarty went to the other guys in the band and said, okay, well, since apparently there's a problem with me being you know, the leader, and you guys don't want me to take all the credit, here's how we're going to record this next album. I'm going to do a third of the songs. Stu, you're going to do a third of the songs. And uh, Doug, you're going to do the other third of the songs. And I'm not going to sing on any of your songs. I'm only going to sing on my songs, and I will contribute guitar for your songs. And we'll we'll see how that turns out. Nice of him. (laughs) (laughs) What a douche. Mm. Yeah. And that's how they recorded the album, and it's just... A mess. It's a a mess, yeah. I I think that might be what... I think you might have answered your own question. Yeah, maybe. But Uh, I I don't know. There's been plenty of other bands with dicks in them. Uh, sure, but Guns he, and Roses but, comes to mind. But they didn't stick around because he couldn't get out of the way of the band. Like he couldn't get out of the way of CCR. Yeah. It had to be about him. Um, yeah, yeah. And and even even in like even even in like quotes. I mean, there's a quote from I'm just reading the Wikipedia entry and from '97, and and Fogarty's commenting on it, and he's like, "Yeah, I was alone when when we did any Creed and stuff, and I produced and mixed it all myself, and the guys would right, show up right. every so often." Right. And maybe contribute, you know, a bass drum or something, but it was all me. So, and, and, but he didn't replicate that when he went on his own, you know? Yeah. I don't know, man. He's, he's still crushing. Like that, that that stuff was, what stuff was in 70. And like, I heard a recording of him recently and I'm like, holy shit, dude. Like his voice sounds better now. It's like 50 years later. You sure, know, so but there's a, he's a talented guy, you know, and no I doubt about it. I think, I think, no you know, like he's maybe like, maybe he's right. I mean, maybe that's the truth. Maybe those guys basically were just kind of like latching on a little too hard. Yeah. You know, it's just a shame that, that a band with, uh, let me just run through some of the song, like the singles that they had on that, um, that Chronicles greatest mm-hmm. hits album. Mm-hmm. Susie Q, I put a spell on you. Proud Mary, born on the bayou. Bad Moon Rising, Lodi, Green River, Commotion, Fortunate Sun, Down on the Corner, Traveling Band, Who'll Stop the Rain, Run Through the Jungle, Up Around the Bend, Looking Out My Back Door, Have You Ever Seen the Rain, Hey Tonight, and that's not even all of them. That is an incredible output of song mm-hmm. <laughs> that everyone knows and can sing along to. That's mm-hmm. So you just wonder why a band like that just doesn't have the same kind of gravitas as some other fans of that era I, I, anyway I, it, it, well can i can i throw one more thing out there which is yeah absolutely this was a, a an extremely tumultuous time in america right like mm-hmm, a lot mm-hmm. was going on especially like 68 a lot of the energy that came out of that was a dichotomy between you know traditional america or like the baby boomer coming out of world war ii and then the hippies and then also you've got vietnam going on or kind sure. of starting to boil up i wonder how much of that was uh, a strong influence. I mean, he obviously wrote about that a lot. Um, a oh, lot yeah. of his songs were about that. So I wonder if 
absent that that impetus, that that thing going on that kind of fueled his creativity. Um, and, and again, that's presuming that the, that he was right. It only ever was him. Because if not, then why why didn't he? Why couldn't he just continue to output that kind of those kinds of hits right on his own? I, I don't know. Well, as I mean, whether whether or not the output of hits was there, at least I mean, he has had a very successful like performing career, right? Playing those songs, playing oh, yeah. the CCR songs. Yeah, the ones that he wrote. It's all he needed. He said, you know, he carried him for fifty years. Uh huh. You know, this is true. I mean, right. Well, anyway, thank you for indulging me, guys. Okay. I just think it's an interesting. Uh, I don't know how to quantify. No, it. it's, it's a it's a real question. Note like, of, why? Why are they not? revered the way other bands at that time were when they've got more more hits and output yeah. in such a small window yeah. of time it's a great yeah. question and it and it was also uh, a great opportunity for me to plug if you're going to be in silver spring come on out to the american legion next yeah time. a good good show. segue good time have a good, have a good show man rock ah, thank you sir we'll do yes, sir. nick what you got man yeah so i uh rolling stone just put out a uh, an article of the you know, really a listicle, but whatever, got me uh, <laughs> seventy most anticipated albums of twenty twenty, and I was thinking, you They're know what, really good at those, by the way. Yeah, yeah, they are. And, um, <laughs> even when you know you're being manip seventy. Yep. <laughs> uh, didn't want to leave anybody out. So, and and I, you know, I thought, hey, this actually would be a good thing to kind of for me to keep my eye on as these albums are coming out. You know, opportunities to talk about them on the on the on the show and give them a listen. Um, but I also thought. Hey, why don't we why don't we look through these together and see which ones we're excited about? Not yet knowing Damn what straight. The content is. So what do you got, Jay? Five five words for you. Okay. Huey Lewis and the news. All right. Yeah. So he actually was on. <laughs> he was on CBS Sunday Morning this morning, and there was a there was a really long interview with him, which was fascinating. Did you see that? No. Nope. I, I did. I, no. It's okay. <laughs> I did not, but I heard that he has that uh, disease that Ryan Adams has. Meniere's. Meniere's disease. Meniere's yeah. disease. Yeah. 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 So like he that. can't hear, <laughs> and and oh, when he geez. can, when he has, when he has good days, things are somewhat audible. It's not that he can cannot hear. It's that it cr- it like he he was describing when he hears a bass guitar. Usually, the way it sounds on stage is, you know, you, you know, he kind of does like a boom, 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 and what he's hearing is <laughs> like this horrible. Oh it just. Whoa. Just everything gets like capped off and like distorted as soon as it enters his ears, and he's, they've tried all wow. these different things. So they've only been able to record seven songs. That's all they've been able oh, to. Wow. That's what, and they're going to go ahead and put this out. And when I first saw him pop up, actually, I was like, "Holy! He was forty when they became famous. He's he's seventy. Oh, yeah, man. Like he's he's just yeah, about man. to turn That's seventy. A, that is a crazy story, dude. Mm-hmm. Went to MIT. Yeah, super smart guy. <laughs> Absolutely. But yeah, didn't didn't get famous until later. That's and he hard. still wow. he still looks just I, like I, he did when yeah, he still looks just true. like he did when it's so funny. Um, no, I saw that they they had a new album. That's one of my wife's favorite bands. So oh no, okay, that's the best. Yeah, that's Absolutely. awesome. Yeah. That's <laughs> great. Cool. Yeah, man. Uh, I noticed King Diamond is on the list. I saw that, Greg. I thought that would spark your interest. Yeah. Note that I did not say that it was going to spark my interest, but. I saw it. I saw it and thought of you, Greg. Thank you. The other one, Greg, that I know you're looking forward to is Drake. I know that's really got you excited. Oh yeah. And uh, <laughs> Drake and Bruce Springsteen. But, I saw you. I see. Yeah, I was honestly and yeah. obviously Tame and Palette. We've talked about. I was looking through this list and I was like, "Well, Jay's gonna like that one. Yeah, Jay's gonna like that one." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, there's a bunch so on there. Step man. on, on yours, but on no, yeah, there no. are. Uh, the Killers. 
Yeah. The Strokes, man. The strokes those are two and the bands yep. I, I love. I can't wait to, to hear what they're coming out with next. Neil Young? The Killers Young? are definitely a, guilt, a guilty pleasure of mine, man. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> the Killers? Yeah. Right on. That, they're a fun band. I got to right ask on. you something about The Killers. D- does it... When I first found out that he wasn't British, I, I went through... <laughs> <laughs> I went through a uh, probably similar to those that when they first found out that John Fogarty wasn't from the South. <laughs> I, see, I, I didn't get well that put, at all. Well put, I, 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 did, I didn't get that from them. I, but I could see. Well, I could guess. I guess I could see how you would. You Somebody know? told me. Yeah. Hey, your boyfriend. Exactly. Yeah. He, he yeah. really does. Yeah. Got a boyfriend who looks like a gift. Yeah. He really. <laughs> he, he puts it on pretty strong. <laughs> yeah. So it's, well, it, I, it's funny, man. I think they've. I think they've gone away from that sound a little they bit. They absolutely I think have. They've grown up a little bit, but the guy is from. They're from Las Vegas, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and the guy's last name is Flowers, so. He's yep. gonna be a bit of a character, right? Man, right. I'm looking. I'm looking at this photo, and um, you guys know, and I've mentioned it on the show before. How I play with the uh, Chili Peppers tribute, Red Knot Chili Peppers, and uh-huh. uh, yeah. we actually have rotate between two singers, um, and one of our singers looks exactly like Brandon Flowers, and he was he, really? he was like wow. should, he was like I'm thinking about maybe doing a Killers thing on the side, ah, and I was like <laughs> I was like I. Camp, I don't blame you because you that would, would be crush some it. fun stuff to play, man, on the stage. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, he, you know, he's got, you know, he's got the look and the voice. Um, I don't know about like, whatever. Yeah, I, I don't know how much, how many, how many instruments Brandon Flowers plays on stage, but uh, uh, he used to just sing. Okay, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but now I think he he does some keys and That's plays some cool. bass and stuff too. Yeah, yeah. to be careful. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. No, I'm sorry, Greg. I jumped on you. No, 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 no. no. All I was gonna say is that, like, looking through this list, man, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. It's I'm not like not getting any warm and fuzzies. (laughs) Nothing's jumping out as a big exciting one. No, not really. I do, I do like how Rivers Cuomo has gotten to a point where he takes himself much less seriously and can enjoy his time as a musician and 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 on stage and stuff. That seems to be refreshing. Yeah, people seem to still like it too. Yeah, um, people get really amped about that band. They, they bring Weird really Al into their music heard, videos, so that's fun. You know? <laughs> I can't really say that I've heard anything of theirs in the last ten nah. years that's really jumped out at me. No, nah, nah, I mean not, it's no. it, yeah, it's kind of uh, it's kind of become not not a parody, but it's you know it's it's sort of similar to like a ACDC where it's like you just kind of yeah. know what it is. Okay, yeah. but but I will say this. I, he he very much was one of those where at a certain point for a certain probably five or ten years I wouldn't have been surprised if like I found out that he'd kind of like spiraled out down and either oh, sure. just checked out completely or worse. So the fact that he's kind of come come out of the gate on like oh, the yeah. you know self uh, can can kind of laugh at himself and like I said bring Weird Al into their videos making fun of yeah. of how dorky he looks. I, I'm glad like that could have been um, a different story. It, but they, they they keep making good moves though. I mean, you know, as kind of corny as it was when they did that cover, the Toto cover, mm-hmm. and then yeah. To- yeah, and that that Toto the covered that. That was fantastic. Summer. That was a fantastic yeah. cover. I, I I won't hesitate to. You know, to admit you that hear I like that. To... You hear that being played like every time you go into any shopping mall mm-hmm. or any kind of yeah. grocery store. It's on all the time, yeah. Yeah. and I have no doubt that kids are going to be thinking. Oh, that Weezer song, Africa. Right, right. <laughs> right. Well, that's what we're here for. Set the record right. straight. Indeed. Little punks. The one on there that I saw that I was really excited about, and Nick, I know you are too, uh, Ed O'Brien. Yes. Oh, yeah. 
That'll be interesting. Has he? This is I a first, right? I think there's a single out on Spotify, but I haven't listened to it. But this is definitely his first full album. Yeah, that's noted. Cool. <laughs> Find cool. signal, listen to it, and possibly play that for next week's show. No, I'm just mm-hmm. <laughs> right on. Yeah, cool. Well, thank you guys. I, What's that? No, the other ones I saw: uh, Nathaniel Ratliff, pretty awesome singer-songwriter. Uh, is going to be doing a solo album next year, and the Cadillac Three. Pretty awesome, grungy, rockabilly, country, mm-hmm. punkish band. Just a trio, guitar, uh, lap steel, and drums. Pretty awesome. Greg, you got Barry Gibb. He's doing a solo album. Oh, really? Right. Nice. Uh-huh. That's he's your joint, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. I mean, you know, from Bee Gees. Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I, so, do, hey, I do like the Bee Gees. We'll see. Ho- hopefully, the best ones aren't even listed here. So. Absolutely, mm-hmm. that'll be that'll be good. All right, well, thank Nick, you guys. What, what do you got? What do you got for a music pick for this week, sir? Well, this one is actually a tie-in to next week's episode. We're going to be having a uh, another guest next week. Um, yeah. This time, an, an artist. Get, uh, yeah, we're going to. Uh, uh, this would be a, a musician who uh, put out an exciting. album this past year. Yeah, and um, so I thought it'd be cool to kind of tease next week's episode by playing a track from from his album. And this is Rollin Lewis. And the song is called Recover. So I'm yeah, going to withhold uh, like a lot of thoughts that I actually just want to say right now for, for next week's episode, but really excited. Yeah, I, I, I'm really excited too. When you uh, introduced me to the artist in the album, I, I took a listen. I was really kind of blown away. And uh, yeah, same. I want to say that I got so many questions for the guy, but I uh, just want to say if, in case I forget uh, next week that uh, really enjoyed the album. I think it's um, yeah, me too. a pretty special debut and can't wait to meet the guy yeah yeah me too cool all right gregorius hey Mr. Now. Fuck, my friend. hey now well i uh <laughs> was flipping through uh the news and then uh saw a, a headline saying that uh 
Roger Waters of Pink Floyd going to be going on tour again this summer. All right. Yeah. All right. And he just now did you say you said you were doing you you were checking your you were checking news or your emails? <laughs> well, uh, you know, it just it, it came up <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. you know, as these two guys know, um through some work I've done with nonprofits and helping wounded veterans learn music, I actually have had some experiences with Roger and gotten to know him. And he's a really passionate guy. He's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he's legit like rock and roll royalty. He's like a pirate, you know, like a rock and roll pirate <laughs> that just goes around and just, you know, fucks things up, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, but he's also, you know, like a true visionary, and he brings his team is incredible. Like everyone that I met that works for him and with him, is basically nice. the best at what they do. Um, mm-hmm, sure. So any time, yeah. any chance I've had to, you know, to spend time with Roger and his team has been just like absolutely amazing and um, inspiring. So I actually didn't. This it caught me off guard because I didn't even know he had this planned. Um, this Great. new tour, mm-hmm. he just wrapped up two years around the world on a tour that he called us and them right which i got to see which and that was the follow-up to the wall right um which um when he toured on the wall it was basically i mean we know the wall came out in the late 70s double concept album you know another brick in the wall and uh hey you and um, comfortably numb comfortably numb you know to name a few Mm -hmm. were on that record and that was definitely a personal uh record of his Mm-hmm. And when he toured on it in the 2000s, he basically came at the material, but in a new way. And along the way, he you know inspired a lot of people to sort of do the same thing, including Billy Corgan, mm-hmm. who said he saw the wall tour and said, hey, you know what? Even though I wasn't sure if I wanted to go out on the road with Smashing Pumpkins and play all those old songs, after seeing this, I think I know how to do it oh, and wow. make it fresh. Oh, okay. That's you know? really cool. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he's doing this new tour. Uh, it's called This Is Not a Drill is the name right. of the tour. Right. And he, uh, I that's guess. Not in a, inter- that's not a Floyd album, right? <laughs> no, I, I mean, it could be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, but uh, yeah, he's, he's uh, obviously, I mean, if you know anything about him, he's incredibly passionate. He's controversial, you know, because he supported uh, Pal- Palestine and the BDS mm-hmm. movement. Right. I hope I have that right. You got um, it. Which about five, six, seven years ago was it's still controversial. Yeah, <laughs> it's still controversial, but it's way more mainstream than it was before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, at least from my perspective, um, I'm not claim. I, I'm not uh, trying to get into that uh, political discussion. I don't. Israeli actually, politics is pretty complicated. Yeah. Yeah, obviously, <laughs> and I don't pretend to know anything but, about it. You know, um, but all I know is that he was definitely on the fringes and seemed like uh, an extremist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Whereas now it's it's become more embraced by the left. Yeah, um, he's never been afraid to uh, take a stand on some no. you know, prickly positions. No, and and <laughs> you know what? It actually cost him and to a certain extent the organization that I was working with at one point um, because we had some people who were who were not okay with his position. Not okay with his positions, right? <laughs> and it kind of cost us a slot wow. uh, in one okay. of these benefit gigs. Um, but whatever he made up for it. <laughs> yeah, he, right. we, he was like, he was like, we'll book <clears throat> our Constitution Hall and just do our own thing, yeah. which we did. Yeah. 
Yeah. And uh, it, that was great. But so, you know, I'm, I'm happy to see him doing it. Um, his shows, if you've seen any of his shows lately, are just uh, technical marvels. It's basically like seeing a rock concert with like Broadway level production yeah. in mm-hmm. IMAX. It's like yeah. the biggest yeah. screen you've ever seen. You know, it's yeah. like super yeah. Floyd's sharp. O- Floyd's always been known for that. I mean, and, and that he always kind of spearheaded the live production side of the, if I'm not mistaken, even back mm-hmm. in Floyd. And they've always been known for their incredible, you know, <laughs> it's like almost cinematic live yes. show productions. Th- I, th- that's, that's what he goes for. And, yeah. uh, in, in in a certain way, um, when he left Pink Floyd and started doing his own shows, um, I remember him saying in an interview that he was planning a tour in South America and the promoters were like, okay, look, we can either put you in the 1,500 seat club mm-hmm. or the 20,000 seat or maybe even more 50,000 seat like soccer stadium. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And, so, and he had to kind of choose which there was no <laughs> middle. Mm-hmm. It's a re, like, so he decided, you know what? I'm just going to make it huge, you know, Sweet. and I'm just right. going right. to, we're just going to push and sell these tickets somehow. And it does not and seem it, like it's a tough question for Roger Waters to answer. No. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. He's going to go right. big. He had 60 uh, 18 wheelers oh, on that tour. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy yeah. crap. So speaking uh, of which, as an, ar- an army, man, uh-huh. it's, it's uh, 100, 170 people in like between the crew and the wow. band. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's All insane. Seriously. I'm well, see, so yeah, you don't get afraid <laughs> making controversial stances when you got that kind of firepower yeah, behind you. Fleet? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of muscle, man. You know? And, so what's uh, the, what's the, what's the, how did this make the news? What's the, this is not a drill? Cause it's not a, it's not a Floyd album. So, but the previous tours have been Floyd albums. Um, what's it, what's the deal with this one? Well, actually, I don't know about the the last few. I mean, he did make a he did put out a solo album before mm-hmm. the Us and Them tour, yeah. um, and then the Wall tour was a Floyd album, but it was a revisit of an old one. So it's not like, you know, for this one, it's just it, it made the news because it was just a press release, and you know, he's saying that it's like urgent that we start having more conversations because the human race is, needs to either change or die. You know? Yeah, right. I was trying to set that up for you. That's all. <laughs> Thank you. No, beautiful job. And, uh, you know, he's just basically saying that we all need to come together and love each other and help each other. And, you know, I mean, to, to be fair, the guy, he, um, he talks the, he, he talks the talk and he walks the walk, you know? I mean, he, mm-hmm. he spent a lot of time with the injured vets that, um, I was working with and it was very earnest and uh, it came from um, his personal history with war is yeah. pretty dark. You know, he yeah. uh, his father died in World War Two and his grandfather right. died in World War One. Yeah. So yeah. he sings a lot about that in the Pink Floyd stuff, especially on the wall and mm-hmm. the final cut. So, mm-hmm. you know, he has this passion for helping military families who he feels, you know, may- maybe were wronged. Um, but for whatever the case, yeah. Po- politics is yeah, exactly. And he just wants to make sure that that we don't forget, you know, mm-hmm. so yeah. you know, so that we don't repeat these things. And uh, absolutely, he obviously. I really had, enjoyed you know, that that yeah. last uh, album that he put out too. Oh, you checked it out, huh? Oh yeah, yeah, I was really That's good. cool. I was. You um, mentioned surprised. on the podcast we had to. Yeah. Nigel uh, Godrich produced it. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yep. Um, yeah, but uh, he and he had a great band on that too. Jonathan Wilson and. Uh, Gus Seifert, who's a sideman who plays, uh, he played in the Black Keys and uh, mm, Ben Beck. Uh, Joey uh, Warunker, 
the dr- drummer Beck's drummer for a long time is on okay. that record too. Um, so it's a really cool band, and uh, the girls from Lucius, the oh, nice. uh, indie band, um, mm-hmm. they were playing ba- uh, doing background vocals and. Um, but anyway, you know, Roger is, he's still kicking. He's kind of like that Fogarty vibe, you know, it's like <laughs> all these years later, he's still just out there screaming at everybody, sure. uh, you know, <laughs> and, uh, you know, I have a lot of respect for him, you know, um, Heck yeah, man. and, uh, I, I yeah. in the, um, in the ad for the, uh, for the tour, which by the way is him performing in the round. So oh, really? It's oh, wow. gonna be. I sup- I guess what that means is that it's in the center of the arena. Is that sure. right, Jay? Yep. Does that sound right? The last band to do that in an arena setting, I think, was U two. Right. I mean, that's a really tough thing to pull off. Yeah. Well, especially um, when you're trying. I, I'm sure he's got some crazy tricks up his sleeve because yeah. he's not not going to have insane visuals. Yeah. Right. But it's you know, also so, it also doubles the amount of sound equipment that you need. You know, because right. now you're covering twice as <laughs> as large of an area. I uh, saw in different um, directions. Uh, you know, I was thinking about it. I was like, "Have I ever seen a band in an arena do a thing like that?" And I and I thought, "Yes, I did. I saw Metallica do that." Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, along like nice. the I guess it's probably the only time I ever saw them in high school. So I was like, it was like nineteen ninety seven or eight or whatever. But yeah, they they performed in the middle, wow. um, which was pretty rad. But yeah, it also I mean it opens up more seats though, doesn't it? It does absolutely. It a more lot seats better to sell. Yep, sell yeah. some more tickets. So, right. yeah, you tickets know, start I'm, at seven thousand dollars. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that he, um, you know, that he th- will have a an amazing night of entertainment yeah. prepared, and uh, and that it'll be worth every penny. <laughs> so does the does the change or die thing? What uh, I thought that was regarding climate change. Is that not what the deal is with, with what he's griping? Because now I'm reading through this, and it looks like it's actually about like. Uh, uprising of the ruling class or something like that it's a lot it's a lot of stuff he says things like prince harry and Meghan markle going over to canada yeah that is what i understood so that that's what make now it's real no he's saying (laughs) he just lost some royalty no i'm just kidding i think his mission statements it's is just that it's part of a global movement by people who are concerned by others to affect the change that is necessary so it's 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 not about one issue, but just rather about a lot of issues. You know, he his passion is uh, not to be messed with. I think sometimes it's you know he, he the focus is it, he just wants to ta- solve so many problems at once, right? <laughs> um, you know, but it come does come from a good place. You know, I I, I would say um, yeah. Despite oh, him sure, coming, sure. Off, he comes off as a very angry guy, especially when you just kind of see him in the media. But um, every experience I've had with him, personally, uh, has been just more passionate. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah um, well, that's what matters. Absolutely. You know, and um, I can get down with that. You know, it's uh, yeah. it's 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 a really cool thing to be um, to be around when you realize how much he's accomplished. You know, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, Big stamp on the world and and music in general. Yeah, and hopefully, you know, hopefully his legacy will be that, you know, he affected change for the better because I know that's what his goal is. So, um, I made some damn yeah. good music in the in the process, right? I'd say so. And if you want to um maybe to play us out, I mean, I'd love to this is totally uh sidestepping the uh the topic, but I do have some dates coming up that I oh, might yeah. throw out cuz I'm going I'm doing a little run in the Midwest with uh the Chili Peppers tribute. So, oh, if anybody nice. is on January 29th, Bloomington, Indiana. On January 30th, 
Bloomington, Illinois, the Castle okay. Theater. Bloomington uh, Tours. Jan- All right. January 31st in Indianapolis at the Vogue, uh, which is going to be a great one. That's a super sick venue and uh, low ticket warnings. So get get on that. And then Holland, Michigan, February 1st. So that's coming up. Um, if anybody, uh, if any of the listeners are out there, please come. Uh, send me a DM or go to the uh, Red Knot site, which is redhotchilipepperstribute.com, and you can get tickets there. And, um, yeah, hope to see you out there. But And I have a song queued up, uh, Pink Floyd's Sheep, just to, you know, to get into that Roger vibe. Take us out. Sure. sure. All right. Like well, good, good luck time. with your shows, man. That sounds, that sounds great. Thank you very much. Everybody have a great week. Yeah, and we'll see you next week uh, with our exclusive interview. Right, looking forward. I I, I I don't know. I didn't ask him to sign anything, but I assume oh, it's exclusive. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> we'll check with Legal Zoom. See ya. Legal Zoom. So, all right, guys. Have a great week. <laughs> you too. Thank you, Lloyd. Peace.